Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, Greg, how you doing today? Hey, I'm great. Couldn't be better. How about you? Doing great. Doing great. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, I wanted to uh, talk to you today uh, regarding our Vinyl for Vets uh, effort here to raise money for Clear Path for Veterans New England. And uh, I want to start by asking, are, uh, you were in the Army for 30 years, is that correct? Uh, 23. 23? Okay. Uh, and you yeah, were... That was, that was enough. That was enough? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, a, that's quite a long time at any job, really, but that's, that's, that's dedication right there. And you were a... Well, in some of the speeches I watched of you, um, you were a Green Beret, but you you said on a couple occasions, not really, because that's just a hat, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I found out after all the work it took to earn that thing that it it didn't even block the sun out of my eyes or keep my head dry. Uh, there, <laughs> I was still Greg. I was still very human and very flawed, and and uh, I paid a high price for the perception that I was something different. Now, uh, you went through uh, a just a harrowing experience you you did uh you saw a lot of combat but uh you were wounded uh while on tour uh, uh in Afghanistan is that correct yes sir yes sir my my last mission in combat was uh was the one where I got blown up now can you describe that uh that incident just a little bit to give some folks a, a background on on uh, what you went through well, in 2006, we were part of Operation Medusa um, in the Kandahar province, and that turned into uh, the Battle of Spurwin Gar uh, for three Special Forces A-teams, and we were tasked with the responsibility of, of uh, being a maneuver element for, for a much greater NATO force that surrounded us, and they would serve as a blocking force for any Taliban we could flush out of the middle. Uh, but the Taliban weren't flushing. They were standing and fighting and even augmenting their forces to come against us. So so for days we were fighting against over a thousand Taliban. And how did you uh how did you get wounded? Uh on the fifth day of fighting, uh we had already run out of ammo a couple times and been resupplied from the air. Um we had some dismounted guys uh go around and up a hilltop and the activity got so great on the other side that we had to move uh, a weapons vehicle to the top of the hill in an attempt to shoot over their heads and repel the enemy so they could withdraw effectively. But my driver and I never made it to the top of the hill. Um, we were hit by a remotely detonated IED. And uh, what injuries did you sustain in that incident? Uh, I had extensive third-degree burns and, and penetrating injuries. Um, so I had significant loss of my intestines, and, and my right lower leg was, uh, it was just about traumatically amputated. It was just holding on by a, a flap of skin and tissue, but uh, as a credit to our greater military support team, uh, doctors restored 
my foot and ankle after 18 hours of vascular surgery. So it took me about a year and a half as an Army patient uh, to recover. That must and then so you how many how many surgeries did you go through? Well, seventeen procedures um, that, that that I paid attention to. Yeah, um, and you you were medically trained. You were basically a, a medic. And is it fair to call you a medic for your your team? Uh, yes, sir. I was I was the medical sergeant on the on the Green Beret A team, uh, and that means we. We often operate where there is no doctor, so we have to we have to act in a in a pretty high medical capacity in order to conserve the fighting strength of the team and also provide support uh, for the local population, and that facilitates U.S. foreign policy better. Uh, often in special forces, though, we're not a medic until something goes tragically wrong. Uh, so, with that training. Uh, at that moment when you, I don't know if you were able to realize how the extent of your injuries, uh, I mean, were you able to guide people on how to treat you? Yeah, I don't know whether it's uh, bad fortune or good or, or, or just a mixed blessing, but I was conscious for the better part of two hours after I was wounded. And uh, I'd seen wounds like that, um, but they were already dead and and so I knew I was in deep trouble, and I was trying uh, to assist these non-medical personnel in ways to, to provide stopgap measures that might save my life. And, and, and they did a great job. And some people have told me, you know, that that's heroic, but I, I know deep down that that was nothing but self-preservation. Uh, and I think for all of us, winning comes down to... Uh, survival. Uh, and I think some people act valiantly and bravely uh, like Jude Voss did for me, pulling me out of the fire. He got second degree burns on himself, just putting the fire out on me. Um, that's heroic, but trying to save your own life isn't. You, uh, uh, One of your speeches, you you kind of, I don't, I don't know if bristled is the right word, but you, you, you don't really like the label hero. Uh, when someone applies it to you. In fact, like for instance, you gave your wife a great deal of credit for helping you recover, and you, you said that the families that, uh, that go along and that support uh, people in the military, especially those who reenlist and go through the waiting and the phone calls and things like that, that they're really the they're real heroes also. Well, I have to tell you, and part of the reason I love uh, clear path for veterans, New England, so much is because they don't forget about the shadow warriors. Um, we have support networks at home. We have spouses and children and and siblings and neighbors and friends, greater communities of people who have never raised their right hand to swear in and serve. But the commitment that they wind up living up to, so many of them, even exceeds some of us in uniform. And that can never be forgotten. It is heroic to step up and save the day, save the year, save a life. Um, I know many people would have, they probably would have committed suicide uh, if they hadn't had the kind of people that they did providing strength who had never committed to serve in those ways. Uh, so, so here's to the shadow warriors, and, and I'm thankful for Clear Path for keeping families together and helping them find 
a way forward after such brutal things. Yeah, the the it's the the adjustment from being in a in a hostile area and then coming home. Uh, what what is what is the even if you're not um, you weren't wounded, but the adjustment part. What do you think is the most challenging to someone who has gone from one extreme to the other? Yeah, I think uh, uh, the military, particularly with extended time and service. Uh, uh, you learn how to train yourself and, and arm yourself, not just with weapons, but psychologically to prepare for the things that happen. So the switch, um, the switch gets turned on, and, and the military trains you and teaches you, uh, and you become conditioned to be switched on with your head in a, on a swivel, um, full security. You know how far it can go and how bad it can get, so you're ready all the time, but... We don't require that kind of readiness back at home in America as civilians. And so what isn't taught or trained is, is how to turn that switch back off and how to redirect. And, and so I think that reception and reintegration become two of the most important things for veterans. And that's what ClearPath is so good at. And, uh, again, in, in one of your speeches, um, you urge people to talk talk to veterans, talk to people who are serving. Um, and, and how important is that just to maybe talk and, and listen uh, to people who are trying to adjust or who have gone through uh, traumatic experiences? Well, what you're talking about now to me is a very critical point, and it's the, it's the civil military union that we need because we all started off as citizens, uh, and then we became warriors uh, as veterans and then we're returning to being citizens and for some people it's very it's very difficult uh, to switch back to civilian and live a normal life after those experiences and i think the answer is not as much surrounding ourselves with other veterans as it is becoming immersed in a grateful nation that these days actually welcomes us home and so we'll find out how normal we are when we find out that the experiences of others can be just as traumatic without even going to war. These aren't military things. They're human. And the more we share, I think the better we'll do as one team in a greater fight. Yeah, I think uh, the important thing is to realize you're not alone in what you're going that's through. That's right. Yeah, and and to find the support of others and share that. Yeah, that's you're right. That's huge. That's huge whether you served in the military or, or any other really traumatic experience. I, I love your perspective, and I'm, I'm thankful for the awareness you're putting on this, and, and I think you've got, the right, <laughs> you've got the right approach to help make a difference, so thank you. Well, um, Greg Stubbe, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thank you very much for your service this country, and thank you for uh, what you're continuing to do. Uh, to help other people who have served, and, and uh, 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 we're all very proud of, uh, of our veterans, and um, thank you very much for your help. Hey, thank you very much, and, and I just want to reiterate for everyone out there listening, uh, uh, I'm so happy uh, that we get to be one team in one fight like this, and, and today I'd like you to think about supporting Clear Path for Veterans New England. Uh, I've witnessed the kind of contact they have, with veterans and families. I've seen 
how they restore uh, families that are broken, and they and they help put people on the right path in their effort to regain normalcy after hell on earth. So anything you can do would help a lot. And uh, we're all going to have veterans as neighbors and friends, and it can make a difference if we just lock arms and march forward together. Greg, thank you very much. Hey, God bless. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.